we almost all got thrown out of school. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Bad Times Good Stories Podcast. My name is Joe Flanders. I am thrilled to have you here today, whether I be in your ears or in your eyes. Thanks for tuning in. This is the show where I talk with a guest each week about a bad, awkward, embarrassing, or straight-up shitty time from their life that they're able to laugh about and uh, have processed. And today we're talking about a pretty goofy scenario that our guest Mike Falzone found himself in. He is uh, a really talented comedian and actor and uh, YouTube personality. He's been in the game for a long time. And he is talking to me about the time in college that uh, he and his dorm mates decided to order a stripper to come to the campus and uh, put on a show. Keep in mind, this was a Jesuit university, and his dad worked at the school, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty funny story, and uh, that leads to a general conversation about my frustrations, uh, the dumb things that I've done to lead me having interactions with the police. As I say in the conversation, obviously, there are many people having worse, much worse interactions with police officers than uh, I have had. Nevertheless, I have a problem with authority. We talk all about it. Uh, I hope you enjoy the conversation. If you do, give us that five stars on Apple Podcasts. It's greatly appreciated. You can email me at badtimesgoodstoriespodcast at gmail.com. You can check out badtimesgoodstoriespod.com for past episodes, merch, and a link to the Patreon page. Um, thank you to the, uh, the people who are, uh, who are donating monthly to the show. I really, truly appreciate it. It's helping to pay for advertising to kind of continue to grow the show. Um, so if you uh, are a fan of the show and, and would like to do that, just go to badtimesgoodstoriespod.com and uh, check out the Patreon page. That's all I've got for now. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Mike Falzone. So anyway, I've like fallen down this uh, rabbit hole of like '90s WWF videos. Oh man! And so I've been like, I just watched like an eight-part documentary of the Montreal screw job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which documentary? I think it was like a fan-made one. Oh yeah, uh, which no, is there just are taking, better ones. Yeah, because <laughs> what happened was they just took clips from other things. Yeah, and then from I would other watch documentaries. Those things. <laughs> yeah, so it was really just like a greatest hits yeah. of the different documentaries on the subject. Right, and then of course I like would listen to Stone Cold's podcast where he talked to Shawn Michaels about it. Uh huh. And it's so funny because I couldn't tell you anyone who's wrestling now. Like uh-huh. John Cena was probably the last person, and even then I wasn't really watching it. Mm-hmm. But like from like '96 to 2001 yeah you know, like, when everybody liked that yeah, yeah yeah and it's just like and i don't know like when you're in those that's just been my routine the last like two weeks of just like sitting at three in the morning watching <laughs> and then i'm like angry at myself because i should be asleep yeah <laughs> you know like, how much does your does your lady look down on you for that she like she goes to bed i haven't even told her that that's what i'm watching yeah you know? don't like I, I just always say it's work yeah, right <laughs> Like we'll be laying in bed and, you know, it'll be like 10, 30, 11. And that's when she generally goes to bed. Uh-huh. 
because um, she has a real job and you know um and then she'll just ask oh are you you know do you have some work to do i'm like yes i, sh- so. I sure do <laughs> yes i must certainly do yeah. gotta gotta get to it i gotta get my my nostalgia <laughs> dopamine levels up yeah, exactly exactly so uh but you you have like are you you, you you hosted a show like on the rocks YouTube channel, right? Are we recording? We are. Oh, what a casual <laughs> jump start to the podcast. We are in it. Uh, yeah, man. I um, as a as a character called Wrestling Fred, a masked, uh, dumb, uh, like lovable loser type of a wrestler. Oh, nice. I, I ended up hosting a show on the Rocks uh, YouTube channel. And that was awesome. I got to meet him once. I got to like work with him one time. Oh, cool. And that remains one of the highlights of like moving out here and doing stuff. Yeah. Especially for like, I was such a huge wrestling fan around the time that you were talking about and way before that. And, um, it was just awesome to like, it's always weird for me to see those people in real life. Sure. Cause first of all, they're, they're gigantic. Yes. And, uh, and second of all, you never think you're going to be, it's like being in the same room with a cartoon character. It doesn't right. make any sense, you right. know? So it's yeah. very weird, but it, uh, it was awesome. And he was super nice. And, uh, he was like very generous with the tiny amount of time that he had. That's cool. So he comes off exactly like he is on his Instagram. Basically. Just like super casual, just relaxed. Yeah. Just and he's like the busiest human. Yeah. That there is. Right. And, uh, and he's very protective of his time and he has a bunch of like handlers Mm -hmm. that come around with him and like corral him to do like, come on, we got to fly to Las Vegas to do a thing. (laughs) Uh, and you know, he would be like, no, no, these people need pictures and stuff like that. So he went around the room, took pictures and videos with everybody. That's awesome. Yeah. He's really cool. The closest that I got to the rock was, uh, (laughs) Through the web series I told you about, Average Joe, we were signed at uh, like an agency that just does YouTube channels and stuff. Yeah, uh, Studio Seventy One. Uh huh. And uh, which I think, yeah, that's what they were. They were originally the Collective, which sounded like a cult. Yeah, so it's probably a good name change. That's but how anyway. a lot of them started. They were cults <laughs> right. first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, they signed The Rock, and then a month later dropped us. <laughs> 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 they had to make some room. Right. And there was obviously no correlation between the two, but it was just, there was a, and we were already kind of on our way out because like it took six months to film each season of our show. Yeah. And, like that's not really conducive for YouTube. Uh huh. Like, yeah, but you should be doing like daily. Yeah. Or, like weekly. They're like, yeah, but like, I mean the I problem can't. with, uh, I don't know who this is useful information for, but the problem with places like that is that, um, they don't really care about, you at all no, no and uh and maybe that's a naive thing to even think that they right. would but like even with my stuff they were always trying to change it into whatever was like the trendiest right. way to produce stuff yeah and i'm like no no no. i do stuff like this this and that and i'm always willing to like take constructive criticism and sure. like listen to hints and stuff but at one point the group that i was with was like I know you do these advice videos, but what you should be doing is prank videos with your wife. And I was like, oh, you're fired. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure that works, but I there's nothing here for me. <laughs> That's never going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I see you doing this one thing, but you should be doing an entirely different thing. Like yeah, one man. thing if you were already doing prank videos, but Dude, with somebody else. It was so you know, disheartening, like- man, because I, I for a while I was... 
I've been on YouTube for like fucking 13 years. I was going to say, you kind of were in on the ground floor, right? Dude, 13 years. And it's crazy. But for a while, I went through this thing where, like we were talking about before, I got sick and then I came out of the hospital and then I kind of had this like epiphany about... This all sounds very basic LA horse shit, but how precious time is. Yes. And I always kind of wanted to do these like little advice videos based on things that I had learned. So if I could save a stranger just a little bit of time, I thought that was like a worthwhile thing to put out into the world. Definitely. So imagine that <laughs> like fast forward, like however many years it was. Yeah. And then you have these like people in suits being like, you know what you should do? Yeah, we, <laughs> Spill okay. eggs on your wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> we clearly understand you and see that you're trying to do something that has a point and maybe could help somebody. Yeah. Fuck all that. Adopt a <laughs> fucked up puppy. <laughs> Take pictures of it, it with your great. wife. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, those people don't give a shit. But no, it not at your all. Money. Yeah, but... Uh, but anyway, so that's cool. That's cool that you got to... Uh, <laughs> and that's my story. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Are you still doing that show? Uh, um, I'm still doing... With The Rock? No, yeah, that okay. lasted um, just a few episodes. It started out kind of really popular. And, uh, and then they put it on his channel and he wasn't in all the episodes. Right. So yeah. I think a lot of the people... Like, he had fucking a million people so fast. He like set a record for getting up to a million subscribers or whatever. Yeah. And I just don't think, you know, a lot more people liked it than I ever thought would. I think our least popular episode still has like 50 to 70,000 views or something like yeah, that. Right. But, um, you know, if you were expecting to see the rock in all of his videos, that sure. wasn't right. what you were yeah, getting. Exactly. Like exactly. The misadventures of this weird wrestler, but his production company really liked the character and they thought it was very unique and so it was cool to just like have that opportunity for a definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's in so many things out here work that, you know, it's just like, oh, that was a thing I did for a minute. And that yeah. Was cool. <laughs> yeah. I forget about it all the time. And oh, it was sure. one of the coolest things I ever did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was in a music video like years ago and it was I was not performing, nor was I the one dancing around sexily. Yeah. But uh, I played like a bully or something. Yeah. And hell yeah. And people would, like screenshot it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. They do they recognize you from that? Yeah. What yeah. what music video? Uh it was it was a Black Hole Brides video called uh Rebel Love Song. And I basically wore like the Kevin Arnold jacket from the Wonder Years. Okay. Uh but I was a bully and like anyone who watched would later watch my show or listen to this knows that I should never be cast as a bully. Yeah. Nothing yeah. about me that seems intimidating. Right. But you know, there was no words, so it was just over music and it was like Rrr. Yeah. Uh, but it's just tell. funny when I, you know, I'll get like a screenshot of it. Like, oh yeah, I did that thing. That's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, the funny. first thing that was like any kind of a real thing that I ever did was I was an extra when I was living in Connecticut, I was an extra in sisterhood of the traveling pants too. <laughs> and I'm pizza eating tattooed guy. Number one, you got a name. Yeah, I certainly <laughs> did top billing. And, uh, I, I, I was in it for, I'm in like one of the first scenes of the movie. So it's real easy to find. And uh, my friends still screen grab it all the time and send it to me. Like, you remember when you had a faux hawk? <laughs> yeah, I certainly do. <laughs> Not that we need to uh, one up our random things we've been in, but I will <laughs> no, say, please, yeah, I really yeah, like this doing game. this, right? Yeah, this will just be the whole thing. Yeah. The obscure stuff we've done. Yeah. There's two things that come to mind. One, I was on an episode of Storage Wars. Oh, cool. Um, I was a day PA. 
Okay. And I instantly hated the job. Oh, really? It's Why? Like, I have a problem with reality shows because generally speaking, no one, the on-camera talent doesn't have talent. Yeah. You know? And the producers are all pieces of shit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they that try was to the make case, people fight. You know? Uh, yeah, exactly. And I saw it firsthand, like, hey, blah, 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 said this yeah. about you. And I knew he didn't. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But I had to, like, run to 7-Eleven to get one of these jackasses, these, like, Mountain Dew and Fritos. Before <laughs> of course. Literally. Yeah, exactly. Like, all of this is just like... I said Code Red, yeah. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> and the scoops. None the of those scoops. little ones. <laughs> Don't come back with a flat chip, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Papa needs a scoop. So I just was not giving a shit. And whoever, I mean, I guess I will say like the the uh, bidding that they, the auctions they do are real. Yeah, you can't but, fake that. No, and, but they're open to the public. And uh, whoever was in charge of getting the word out fucked up. So there was nobody there oh, no. for the, except for the stars of the show. Yeah. So they like threw a couple of the crew members in. And since I didn't give a shit, uh, I was like, yes, definitely. And if you watch it, I am uh, defying all rules of science. <laughs> I'm in every shot because I just followed. I just stood right behind all of the different like That's people great. on the show. Yeah, and they of course they cut it. But in one of the during one of the auctions, I was like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> did they all get mad? Yes, yes, That's they did. Fucking awesome! It, 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 it was like five hundred, five fifty, one thousand, one thousand. Yeah. Anybody one thousand? Two trillion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> for the magic set so they cut that out but again i do get screenshots of that sometimes cool. particularly when it was i mean this was five seven six years ago or dude something. i used to watch all those on like sling tv before yeah. i went to bed yep i just put them because that's like it's not that much different than wrestling and no all oh no yeah exactly you know? um uh needless to say i was not invited back the mm -hmm. next day but that was fine dude um, that um Reality TV shit is, is terrible. Uh, I had two friends of mine who were on that. Um, what is that fucking the one with the food trucks? You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Food truck I, wars, probably. If that, I had to that guess. Is, yeah. And, uh, and they needed a three person team and they wanted me to be the third person. Yeah. But uh, they're both like incredibly kind people. Sure. And during the interview process, excuse me. Yeah. Um, they uh, like the producer was like, as extra as you could possibly be. It was like a Skype audition. And, uh, and he was talking to these two like extra nice friends that I have. And he, and he was all like, and, and if a team did this to you, how would you feel about that? And like mm -hmm. leading them to be like, and if you were in second place, but you knew you could be in first place by doing this to that, wouldn't you do it? And they were all like, no. <laughs> and they were like, listen for the video process. And this is how it works for the video process, for the video interview. If you could just said like, yeah, I'd really stick it to him. I think it would help. And it was like a creepy, like porn casting couch audition. <laughs> and then like, I have a problem where I'm 34 now yeah. and I can't do the song and I can't right. be something I'm not anymore because no. I don't have the energy, you right. know? Yeah. And he was like, what about you? Don't you get mad when you whatever? And he kept calling me like Rob Zombie because I look like this. Sure. And I was just like, nah. Nah. And I'm just not giving him what he wants. Right. And like he would try to make jokes. He would be like, I know you're the comedian, but what about this? And he would just not be funny. And I'd be like, uh, ah, it's not funny. <laughs> uh, and so they like replaced me with somebody else. Sure. They ended up getting on the show. And I think they got voted off because they wouldn't fight with anyone. Right. Yeah. They were just pleasant people. Yeah. Just wanted yeah, to have a yeah. food truck or whatever. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Those people. The last thing was this was more recent. Have you heard. 
about the new competitive mini golf show? No, but I'm interesting. I'm instantly interested. In it's it. called Holy Moly. <laughs> <laughs> and it is on ABC currently. Okay. Uh, Steph Curry is a producer on it. I like and it. And he appears in the show. Nice. Uh, the commentator. He gives are, out the roses at the end. It's a, a golden putter and like a jacket of some kind. It's all one show. Yes. It's a thousand versions of one show. Yes. And Rob Riggle and uh, Joe Testatore are the two broadcasters. Okay. Anyway, I was a tester of these holes. Nice. Now, uh, for anyone watching, just watch the trailer and then imagine me doing them. Uh-huh. Because Putt-Putt has nothing to do with the show. It's, okay. It's, it's basically American Gladiators, but with Putt-Putt. Right. They come out and they check you. Yeah. No, yeah. You have to, like, there's a zip line that you have to go down and what? land on a little island and then run and then putt and, you know. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And run up these, like, super slick hills. It seems like the, the putting part would really kill the momentum of the show. I think that they were aware of that. So they're like, let's make that <laughs> as like, ancillary as possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's funny is this was something I found on Craig's or on uh, Facebook, uh-huh. like one of the job groups I'm in. And it just said looking for like avid putt putt golfers. <laughs> and I was like, this is one of those silly days. You know, it's like the, the money you can make in L.A. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. pay well. But I was like, sure, I'll do that for 100 bucks for uh-huh. 12 hours. Do you like ziplining and putt-putt? Didn't mention any of that. <laughs> they totally were like coy about this. Yeah. They were just said, um, light jogging and you might get wet. <laughs> and then that was reiterated on the phone call that I had with like the person. Yeah. And then when I got there... I realized, oh, I just signed up to like test these holes for American <laughs> gladiators. Sure. And I was so mad. The entire, I was like, why? Why be coy about this? Uh-huh. And the uh, you would brass. See, you would think like waiver wise, they yes, couldn't be coy exactly. about it. Yeah. To the point where there was a 70 year old woman who was like a golf pro at a country club uh-huh. who they brought in. So clearly there was, she didn't do any of the holes. Yeah. It was clearly a detachment from. Whoever was in charge of finding us to like the higher ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, ABC brass was there mm-hmm. for the taping. Yeah, or, you know of the testing, and I failed every hole. Like on the zip line thing, I banged into the side of the island you're supposed to land on. Oh and no! Fell in the water. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I did not bring a change of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit what a nightmare it was terrible and it's out like an hour out of la it's on that ranch where they film a bunch of shit I don't yeah know. yeah they used yeah. to film most extreme challenge out there okay most extreme challenge yeah it was a fun it one. sounds like just they kept the setup and yeah, then they added out yeah. yeah it was just it was a nightmare and then so i watched an episode and i just i laughed now yeah because but i was so angry <laughs> holy and we were shit. there for like 14 hours what uh, for how much money like 150 I think, bucks i think i got made like 120 bucks that's there's no way that's worth it no not yeah. at all no in no way and I, again i would have if it would just been putt putt i'm like sure yeah can, i'll take that for yeah. a number of hours but i was just 14 like, hours I had bruises <laughs> like, yeah. I have reoccurring kidney problems. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, the sort of uh, the glory behind the scenes of shows you watch. What a nightmare. I have no story that could top that. (laughs) Sure. Well, on a different subject, I would suggest that maybe you do uh, have a story that can top. (sighs) I still don't think it tops that. (laughs) 
if I'm being honest. This is just a stupid thing I did in college. Okay. All right. So um, where were you going to college? Uh, Fairfield University. Now, where is that? Where my dad worked as a carpenter for many, many years. Was he working there while you were there? Absolutely. Oh, terrific. 100%. It's probably one of the only reasons I got to matriculate into the school because it's a very like good school mm-hmm. and I'm stupid. <laughs> so I got like a, I didn't break a thousand on my SATs. Okay. And so I'm that kind of, I'm whatever box you put that kid in. I would be in that box because to this day, I don't know which one I took. <laughs> I don't know if I took the SAT or the ACT. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think depending on where you live, you had to take both for a while. Maybe I took both. I'm from Ohio. I don't know. Yeah, don't know. who knows? Uh, where, I'm not familiar. Where, uh, where, where is this college? Connecticut. Where? Oh, Connecticut. Are you yeah. from Connecticut? I'm from Connecticut. I guess so. It's where I grew up. Worked yeah, there, yeah, yeah. I would assume. So, uh, um, I mean, where to start? I... Uh, I actually ended up going there after getting denied from that college. And I was like the root, I was like the not fun version of Rudy where I had to like take extra classes, extra like summer classes mm-hmm. to matriculate into the system. <laughs> so that was fun. And then when I got there, I, I, um, I like did all the hard work to get there. Right. And then I just fucked off for <laughs> mostly four years. I dude, I didn't like school until senior year. And I was like, Oh, it could be like fun to learn things that you want to learn. Right. Yeah. If you're invested in what you're learning. But for those first three years, I was a piece of shit. <laughs> I just like slept all the time and like was, you know, running after girls and stuff like that and playing sure. my fucking crybaby acoustic. Music. <laughs> what were your go to tracks? Oh, man. Well, I, I wrote music. I was a musician oh, right, for right, a right. long, long time. Mm-hmm. So I would do that. And then like, what were some of the cover songs? I'd be lying if I said there were no Dave Matthews. Sure. In the in the what, what are we talking? Are we talking like late nineties or or no? This would have been like two thousand. It was like late late nineties, early two thousands. Okay. So Gray Street, if you're familiar. Mm, yes. <laughs> Which I listened to that record the other day. That's a fucking. They're all incredible. Yeah. Musicians, yeah. and I'll stand by that too. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I I took. So in high school, for whatever reason, my whole high school loved Dave Matthews. Mm-hmm. This would have been two thousand four five six yeah and i kind of was late to the party and then in college i went to art school so it was the complete opposite yeah and i think dave matthews gets a bad rap because so many of his fans are douchebags you know what the (laughs) thing is it's like most times when people i read this somewhere i wish i could remember where but most times when somebody is like i hate that or i hate like real housewives or i hate this what they're really saying is they hate the people who like that right and it really has very little to do with the thing itself and i think that's like if you look at how good each individual member of that band is uh at just like at being a musician right there's really no reason to hate the exactly. Band. That was always yeah. my argument. I was like, look, but there's a ton of reasons to hate the fan. Base. Sure. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely. You do keg stands in a in a popped polo shirt. I'm gonna hate you for the rest of your <laughs> exactly. life. There's no <laughs> exactly. Doubt. And that's kind of what I realized. Like many of the people I went to high school with became the people I would have hated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very easy and then to fall into school, that. They had already hated them anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, I'm. This isn't the hill I'm gonna die on, Dave Matthews. Right. But I'm just saying. They're talented musicians. <laughs> Which art school did you go to? Uh, North Carolina School of the Arts. Oh, okay, cool. I played yeah. a couple shows at um, SUNY Purchase. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so that was like, that was my first um, tiptoe into what those people are like. Yes. And they are, are not the type of people who like Dave Matthews. No. No, not at all. Not <laughs> Maybe at like all. ironically, if you yes. get a real the, yeah, val- the valedictorian likes Dave Matthews ironically. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were more of the... 
I remember a bunch of us went to see the shins freshman year. Yeah, yeah, you know, 100%. Like, <laughs> that's an art school was, thing to do. Exactly. Yeah, okay, man. So, so this is, uh, so it's freshman year. So did you just not even really want to go to college? It was just kind of I like... I did. I knew that I, I had to because my dad, I was always familiar with the concept of college because my dad worked there for my whole life. So right. I would go there and I'd like support the basketball team and I was like their ball boy for a little while. So oh, nice. it was always kind of like a dream to go to Fairfield University because I knew it existed and I never really even played with the idea of not going. Right. Um, I wasn't good enough at sports to, you know, go into sure. anything nobody was offering after, any after high school yeah <laughs> i wasn't good enough at music to like go tour or whatever right. so i was definitely going to college okay. and like on pace to get like a regular job and sure. stuff like that yeah just be a person <laughs> yeah i and i did try my best but <laughs> i'm not the i'm not a regular person unfortunately nope you and me both but those people, thank God for regular people. Right? Every day, I thank I God for regular people. Me too. People who are nice to you in the service industry. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh, all kinds of regular people. It's but, true. Um, okay, so, so it was year. freshman year. It was like move out week. Half the building had moved out. So the end of freshman year. Okay. Yes. Okay. And we had the... Uh, I guess so jumbled where I'm going to move as slow as possible because I really want to paint the picture. Sure. We lived in the freshman dorm and me and my friends lived in a triple, uh-huh. but it wasn't like a forced triple. It was like a gigantic room. So we oh. had like the party room whenever yeah. anybody wanted to hang out. Cause let's say like it's a good thing to do for a podcast is <laughs> show size using your hand. Let's say like a, uh, a regular double room was like a shoebox. Yeah. Right. Uh, the triple that we were in was like a Macy's, like you bought a sweater for yourself sure. type of a box. Yes. So it was huge in comparison. Mm-hmm. So everyone would always hang out there and it was, uh, you know, half the campus had moved out last week of school and everyone's rowdy because like finals are kind of over and everyone's just like killing time living on a campus with a bunch of people their age and not really having any responsibility, yeah, no direction or responsibilities. It's really the school's fault. If you think <laughs> about say. it, that all this happened. So recipe for, Great things. It's terrible, <laughs> you know? And we're all just, like, drunk all the time during right. the day, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I remember one day, everyone's packing up their shit. The whole first floor of this building on the boys' side were all pieces of shit. Okay. There was not one person in that wing of that first floor that wasn't a terrible human being. So we all lived together. And we all congregated in my room. Yeah. And we're all moving out. And we made jungle juice, obviously, which is a thing you don't do after college. No. Or shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we're all drinking all day. And by like one o'clock in the afternoon, we're all just like drunk and making decisions. So they were like, we have like three days here. We should have like a huge party. And we're like, that's fucking great. So for some reason in my head, I was like, I bet security's not even here. Right. Because <laughs> school's out. Everybody knows when classes and security goes on. Everyone knows that we're here with nothing to do. I'm sure that they security left. This is basically our home. So uh, we agreed to to have a party. And then it just kept getting crazier and crazier. Like, who's going to make more jungle juice? Or who's going to go, like, whose older brother could fucking, you know, go to the liquor store right. and get us liquor or whatever. Yeah. And then we got, we got really drunk. And we were like, we should have a stripper. 
And for whatever reason, it's like we would never even think to do that during the year. Right. Right. But yeah. we had been drunk watching movies like Animal House for mm-hmm. the past three days. Right. Why can't we have a stripper? Why can't we have like this ultimate college bro experience right. we that we've it. seen in the movies? <laughs> yeah. We watched Road Trip. We know what we're supposed to be doing. Right. <clears throat> so we end up calling this place in a not <laughs> great part of town that we were in and uh and they sent over someone and they were like have this much money and then have money for tips make sure everyone like takes care of this person who's coming into this like not safe situation sure just like one stripper who showed up with a bouncer who i never saw a gun but there's no way a stripper's personal security guard doesn't have a gun. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. And uh, so it was dark. Everyone comes into the room. We end up having just like a dorm room party. Stripper shows up. Strippers like we all like like kindergartners put all the got a chair from each and every one of our rooms. You know, like the standard issue sure. chair yeah, yeah. for the standard issue desk. This uh-huh. like wooden chair. Yeah. We all got our chairs. We all made them into a circle <laughs> and watched this poor lady dance. And like the shittiest Roman Coliseum of all time. <laughs> and like once in a while, we didn't know what to do. Right. So once in a while we just like throw a dollar out <laughs> and she'd be like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you what know, yeah. like none of us knew about the concept of lap dances or whatever. And then they had to like explain, Explain it to our little boy brains, and so uh, some of our friends. In the middle of the day, um, the idea started in the middle of the day, but we're like, we should probably wait till it's at least dark to (laughs) invite her over. Yeah. So, um, uh, eventually, one of our richer friends ended up getting a lap dance because he knew how the system worked. And obviously the music's real loud. By this point, this great idea for the party, since it did start in the daylight hours, had made its way to like the girls' side of the dorm Mm -hmm. and up to the remaining people on the other three floors. So like people kind of knew. Yeah. And I think what happened was obviously the music was real loud and our whole floor was vacant except for one room. So somebody called security, whether somebody like snitched on us, which I understand. Or somebody saw a security guard standing outside of a dorm room (laughs) and called security because it was aftermarket security. Um, This is the kind of guy who would show up in like a blazer and like bad jeans, like Mm -hmm. Janko jeans. That's who showed up. (laughs) And, uh, And so we got caught out. And from what I... We're all locked in this room. Mm hmm from what I understand, the story goes two girls from the other side of the hallway come with their RA who tried to key into our, our room. Right. Okay. And then the security guard I'm told took the key out and threw it down the hallway and said, (laughs) private party. (laughs) So by this point, uh, RA calls security who are just cops right. who live on campus yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So they show up and people are like, security's here, security's here. And they're trying to get in the door. We are on the first floor. Yeah. We're at the end of the building. Um, we are now in an unavoidable situation. Sure. Or so we thought. So we're like, well, we can't go out that way. No. 
because they're just going to bust all of us right. and we're going to get thrown out. We're not going to be able to come we're back. We're clearly guilty. There is a stripper in There's this room with us. There's 30 of us. We're all drunk, I In this room built for three people. We're <laughs> illegally drinking. We have a stripper, which is Jesuit University. Oh, it's a Jesuit. <laughs> Probably not. They didn't look too fondly upon uh, actions like that. No, I would imagine that's in the bylaws. So we open the window. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we kick out the screen. <laughs> and we all take turns jumping into a bush underneath this window and rolling out and sprinting across campus. <laughs> My car was parked right outside this window. Yeah. So I jumped out, did a tuck and roll. Went into my car and drove to a Dunkin' Donuts down the street in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Maybe I go there, I order a coffee. Sure. I'm like, play it cool. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why I thought that because it's not like the party didn't start and end in my room. Right. I'm sure it was littered with cans and bottles and everything else. Between all these cans and bottles, they couldn't possibly know whose room this was all year. <laughs> <laughs> now, did the stripper and bouncer jump out the window too? No, they probably walked out like grownups <laughs> okay, yeah, in all, all right. honesty because why would they be in trouble? <laughs> right. They did nothing. Right. They're yeah. doing their jobs, yeah. really. Okay. So you're at Dunkin' Donuts. And they got paid, so they're all good. Sure. You got to make sure you you pay the angry people first, yes. so they don't stay angry because yeah, they find you, you for sure. Yeah, there are you know Italians will find you. <laughs> so uh, so I drive to Dunkin' Donuts. I get my coffee, uh, French vanilla, light and sweet. Ooh. Can't do it anymore because that's how you get diabetes. But wow. at the time, every day, so many of them. And I was doing that, and I get a call on my phone. And they're like, it's security. You got to come back. I was like, come back to what? I'm studying <laughs> for next year. <laughs> and uh, and they're like, you got to come back, man. We know it's your room, dude. Yeah, what are you doing? It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me. <laughs> so I came back. And, uh, and then we faced disciplinary actions. We almost all got thrown out of school. We had to go see the dean, which was also kind of contributing to the college dude bro experience where right. he had to see the dean. Right. And so that was kind of awesome. First thing the dean said, I'll never forget this as long as I live, was uh, you guys had a stripper, huh? Had a stripper in your room? And I think I said like allegedly or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> what a great college fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prove it. Because uh, he said, um, he said, well, well, next time, you know, send the invite this way or something what? like that. And I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. But then he was like, I could throw you out of school. <laughs> so uh, he didn't end up throwing us out of school. Um, he didn't throw anybody out, but we were on probation for a year. So if we got in trouble at all, and this was probably the turn of my like, I don't really want to be, I want to be at school, but I want to be partying all the time. Right. You know, freshman year. I don't want to wake up from my fucking 8 a.m. classes. Sure. And then for the rest of college, I was actually a fairly decent student. Yeah. Um, but this was probably the start of that. So the system worked and they scared the shit out of me and they were like, dude, your dad works here. I was just about to say, all of this happened. Now, what did you tell him? I mean, the only reason I still feel bad to this day is because of him. Right. Because he's a saint and he uh, has always sacrificed everything to make sure that I'm okay and that my mom's okay. They both worked really hard to make sure I had a great life. Yeah. And I went to college. I fucked off for a year right. and I did this fucking stupid stripper bullshit. And so I always felt like I let them down and I they never gave me 
any reason to <laughs> rebel sure. or anything. They were just great parents, yeah. you know? And, uh, and so I, I don't feel bad about what I did or getting thrown sure. out of school. I think it was a great, fun time, fun story. It was stupid as fuck. But oh, it's yeah. like, you got to have those stupid things to become a well-rounded person. But I was, I never wanted to like embarrass my dad. I right. never wanted it to get to all the other carpenters mm -hmm. and then they give him shit about it. I never wanted that. So how did that conversation go with him then? Um, there were very... I was just like, I'm so sorry, man, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I basically told him everything I told you. I was yeah. like, this has nothing to do with you. I didn't even think about any shit that you might catch for this. And he was like, you had to, you know, like, you had to do this. And he was like, he wasn't even, I don't remember him being mad, sure. but I do remember him being like very sincerely disappointed. And that oftentimes is worse. Always. Wait, if you have a good relationship yeah. with your parents yeah. and they're disappointed, that's always worse. But uh, he was also glad that none of us got kicked out. We had to do, I had to, all summer, I had to work for the grounds crew for free. So I went around campus in like a little golf cart, which was the best part. Oh, definitely. And I had to like straighten street signs <laughs> with a sledgehammer. I had to dig up the dirt around the street sign, straighten it, pack the dirt back in with a sledgehammer, like drive some cool to the hand loop one. type jobs here. It was the Coming most. <laughs> It was the most privileged Cool Hand Luke situation I'd ever been in. I ate so many eggs that summer. <laughs> uh, and um, what else? I had to like paint fire hydrants and, and like help take down all the bunk beds and the hot rooms with no air conditioning. Sure. And, like, I just yeah. worked like an asshole. And then I was on probation. So if I got in any type of trouble, mm. academic probation and behavioral. Yeah. So any kind of write-up from an RA or any kind of failing grade ever, I would have been kicked out of school. And that would have like broken my dad's heart. Sure. Yeah. I got a huge break on tuition because my dad right. worked yeah. there. Yeah. And so if I got kicked out of a school where I was basically getting free tuition... That is the the biggest piece of shit thing you could possibly. It do. really would be, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can see how that was kind of a the switch flipped for you there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> switch flipped or flip switched. Oh, I guess it would be the switch that you flip. What you say first? I said the switch flipped. Yeah, yeah. Switch that flipped. I think okay. that worked. All right. Yeah. Cool. Welcome back to switch flipped. <laughs> Which was my favorite band in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> they actually started as a Christian band. Did you? Did know they? That? Oh, oh, that's very nice. Them and jars of clay. <laughs> <laughs> and that has exhausted my re references of uh, Christian alternative rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch <laughs> of bands that I I liked for a little while that you find out years later were Christian rock, and mm. I was like, oh, that's why they sang about light so much. <laughs> 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 oh, they were always saying him. I didn't. I thought yeah. they were just singing about their friend. Metaphorical him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're just like guys. <laughs> yeah. He. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, that's my story. We didn't get thrown out. And it was, uh, I think that was the relatively the last of my piece of shit days. Mm -hmm. I was a fairly decent person after that. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, you know, you learned from it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Um, I have a hard time. It's like even hearing it now, like I have a hard time with rules Uh huh. because really what's the big deal? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, know? you find out sometimes what the big, well, some sure, rules are I good. Guess, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's just, like, cause I'm, always, I'm always going up against arbitrary rules. Uh -huh. I just have a hard time with authority. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, you ever no, get arrested? Yes. Multiple times. Yeah. Is it because um, you were a piece of shit to the cop? Like, did you mouth off? I think it's, it was clear 
Well, because like it started when I was like 15, I would make videos and stuff with friends. And for a school project, we were doing some, it was like a history class. And I don't remember, <laughs> the plot line ended up being that Bill Clinton sent Merlin, the wizard, and Plato, the philosopher. Is it Pluto? No, it's Plato. Plato. I still don't probably. remember. Yeah. Uh, on a mission or something or another. And so we had this epic scene where one of them is hanging from a bridge. Uh-huh. And, like hanging like dead hanging. Uh, no, like somebody's holding on to them. Like, don't oh, let me go. Oh, okay. Uh, and we did this in Westerville, Ohio, a suburb of Columbus. Small, nice area. And somebody thought this was real. Mm-hmm. And so the cops showed up, and I just could not see what the problem was. Yeah. <laughs> like, who thought this was real? He's dressed as a b- wizard. Right. You who know? thinks Bill Clinton is hanging a wizard off a bridge? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, the you know, I was definitely sassy with the cops that day. Yeah. Which is just, you know, uh, we didn't get arrested that day. Uh-huh. But I was like, we're just trying to be productive citizens here uh, making our videos. Yeah. Um, the The big one was which I think led to my view on this and I, it has come up in past episodes, but I was filming a movie in Myrtle beach, uh-huh. South Carolina. I'm familiar, which I contend is the butthole of America. I mean, um, there's <laughs> reasons I, uh, you know, I, I get it. You got um, your reasons. Uh, it was like a, it was called beach week. It was like a national lampoon type thing. Uh, this was go- summer going into senior year of college. Okay. And there was a scene where I was getting my character was getting a blowjob under a pier. Cool. Obviously, you love bridges in your work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Under the pier. This. Time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously simulated. Nothing. You know, above board uh-huh. as much as it can be, given the nature of the scene. Sure. We filmed it at like a midnight on a Tuesday. Mm, perfect lighting. <laughs> yeah. We were like, oh, nobody's around. Like, obviously, we had no permits. We were yeah, running yeah, the gun. Yeah. Yeah. And we were there for five minutes. Um. A grandma was walking down the beach with her grandson. Oh, no. Thought At we were midnight? having sex. Yeah, I know. Shame on them. And then, Right? Yeah. Uh, instead of talking to us, went oh, to the, oh, the bar owner of on to, uh, the owner of the bar on top of the pier. Yeah. He was like the cliche redneck. Uh-huh. He came down with a bunch of other like drunk and like, y'all are making a porno. Oh, shit. And I like pulled up my pants. I had my boxers on. But I'm like, no, sir. Actually, this is <laughs> like a... Uh, you know, National Lampoon type thing. Here's the script. And like he was hearing none of it. Yeah. Called the first uh, uh, bike cop showed up. And I was like, we should have just <laughs> Through ran. Through the sand? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We were like, we should have just ran. Uh-huh. But uh, uh, I was like, well, we didn't do anything wrong. Like, you know, it's. Yeah. Uh, we, and we also should have deleted the footage, which uh-huh. we didn't do. So then we showed him the footage. And then he called his superior. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came in. And then showed the footage, and then right out of like a bad movie, he like spit a wad of chewing tobacco out and was like, "Book 'em, boys!" No way. Yeah, they they charged us with like, uh, in, it's an indecent exposure, a simulation of sex. Okay. We're in the Bible Belt after yeah. all. Oh yeah, huh? which that's what drives me the fucking crazy because Myrtle Beach is the complete opposite of a Bible thumping area. Yeah, dude, it's all taking Trashed. people's money in hokey <laughs> yeah. ways. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. And just that's like my favorite line in uh, the Foot Fist Way, uh, Danny McBride's first movie, as they're talking about like how drunk they were. Like I was Myrtle Beach. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I get that. Yeah, it is funny how they pick and choose. Like the owner of a bar that sells libations. Yeah. You know, is like they're simulating sex. Put them in shackles. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Crazy. so since then I just was like, oh, this is just a scam. Mm. Like this is what, because we were in there with like uh, in the drunk tank with like you know. 
it's funny being in there because it's like nobody did anything. Yeah. I was just sitting on a bitch. I wasn't doing anything. I might have been doing heroin. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We're like, yeah, we didn't do sure, anything. Sure, heroin was next to me. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We should all get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Damn. Here's the thing. We ended up on Fox News National. Cool. Kelly, uh, Megan Kelly had a program called <laughs> Kelly's Court at uh-huh. the time. <laughs> Where they had two unqualified prosecution and defense debate dumb cases yeah. like ours. Yeah, this yeah, happened yeah. right around July 4th. Oh, weekend. shit. God bless. And so Megyn Kelly's, so our mugshots were on national television. Mm-hmm. Um, and Megyn Kelly's uh, verdict was that we were stupid, but we didn't deserve to go to jail. And I was like, oh, you know, Megyn Kelly. actually, I could live with that. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But like, I was getting calls from hard copy, like wanting to tell our story. And my, our, my lawyer, like, was named Morgan Martin, who charged me way too much. Uh-huh. But I was like, I can, yeah, I'll take it. I'll, I'll. Yeah. He like, looked and sounded like Matlock. So that yeah. added a weird dynamic. They have to, I think. Yeah, exactly. They're in yeah. uh, But he was like, don't say anything, you know. And part of me was just like, this would be good press for the movie. Yeah, right. Um, but I didn't. And then it faded. Anyway, and then all of my other interactions have just been... Like, I just got pulled over two nights ago, driving home from camp, the, the camp that I'm working at, uh-huh. by like three bike cops. Or motorcycle cops. Sure. Uh, oh, that's uh, different. Different. That's different scary. Thing. Yeah, that's scarier. Um, and you know, it's like kind of late, and uh, he he, you know, he's like, uh, I pulled you over because we smelled a lot of weed in the area, and we noticed that you were smoke was coming. Cause I yeah. But it's not like I don't have one of those vape pens that like bellows smoke out. Yeah. And also, my windows were closed. I was like, what? Is, what? Yeah. And then he asked for my ID. He did the test. You know, and like, I'm just, I'm, I've been, it was a 14 hour work day. And then you just get all paranoid. Like, oh my God, am I going to fail this thing? Did I smoke weed? Yeah. Did I smoke weed? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so he took my ID, walked back, was there for like five minutes. I'm like, oh my God, I don't have my insurance card on me. Like, oh, this is, ah. Yeah. And then he came back with somebody else, made me do the test again and then let me go. Holy shit. But it's just like, that, those are my interactions. That sucks. (laughs) Now, I mean, obviously there are a lot of people who are having far worse interactions with the police. Oh, 100%. I don't want to sit here and say that poor me and my, but it's just that's always my interaction. Yeah. And so it's just hard for me to like, you know, get have give them any respect. I get it. <laughs> I do get it. I try to have the fewest amount of interactions with them as I possibly can. I think that's a good rule of thumb. We right? try to stay away from each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah just mutual distance. Yeah. You know. I had enough of getting in trouble. I don't want that as a grown up because it's different when you're when you're a grown up. Yes, there's no no one um, gives you the benefit of the doubt. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nah, you old kids. Yeah, you're you not know. a stupid kid. You're not a stupid thirty four year old kid. And then the the kicker on that was that like the following uh, the end of senior year. So that happened summer going into senior year. End of senior year, last night of college, a buddy of ours came back who left after second year. Reminded us that we had all said we'd get a tattoo by the time we graduated. Mm-hmm. So we like went, had to drive to South Carolina to get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. We lived in the uh, A1. It was our dorm room number. So now we all have the A1. Oh, so nice. people just think I love steak sauce. Yeah. Uh, yeah which yeah. I do. <laughs> Who but, doesn't? <laughs> so we were drunk at a bar and then had to drive for two and a half hours to South Carolina. That drive sobered us up. But we, I, had to, I really had to pee. And so we were in bumfuck South Carolina. And we stopped at like a convenience store, but it was closed. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to like go around back. So we pull in and then a cop car shows up unbeknownst to me. Yeah. My friends are in the car and I'm like, oh, God, because uh, all my family's in town in North Carolina for graduation in like eight hours. Uh-huh. 
And so I'm coming out as the cops walking up and my friends are just like, don't say I wasn't doing anything. Don't say I wasn't doing anything. So then I say, I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh God. The one thing. Cause I, I just was, I was like, oh my God, here we go again. And, uh, and he's like, so what, what were you doing? And I was like, uh, I thought we just I talked just, about this. Yeah. Nothing. I wasn't <laughs> yeah. Doing anything. Right. Um, and I was just, I was hoping to, you know, use the bathroom. And then I think I kind of implied what I was doing. And then it turns out that that gas station had been like robbed three times in the last six months. So oh, that's damn. why it was like, you know, uh, so thankfully he let us go, uh-huh. but it was just like, this would be the worst. Like if we end up in like bumfuck jail. Yeah. Again, it could have been a like uh, indecent exposure thing. Uh-huh. Like, my dick was out for sure. You know, and that's the number two on your record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you could never like, have oh anything my else. God. And I'm sure I just looked so guilty and suspicious because it was just freaking out. Like we can't do this again. Yeah, Please. yeah. Oh yeah. God, my great grandmother's you know here for my graduation. <laughs> uh, and thankfully he let us go. But um, yeah, man, it was. Uh, those are all. It's just me doing something stupid, right? And thankfully in that case, the guy. Well, let us go. I mean, that's so. the stuff you cut out as you get older. The yes. borderline stupid stuff. You yes. start to double think everything that you do. Exactly. You know? Now I'm like, I very happily have like a glass of water in between every beer I have at the bar. Yeah. I myself off after like two beers. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. I just, I'm nice and boring now. Good. And I feel good. Good. There's nothing worse than a paranoid, did I have one too many beers? Yeah. Home, yeah. Where it's like, you know, you're not drunk. But you're still probably over the limit. Right. Anyway. Sure. They anyway. don't they don't lock up the boring people. Yes. Yeah. No. Uh, have you had any interactions? <laughs> um, just like in college, we would get busted for stuff. We would go like off campus and try to like sneaky smoke and stuff like that. And then the sure. actual police would show up. And, uh, you know, they do the thing where they separate all you. They ask you all questions. I've been in bars that have gotten raided before and stuff like that. But. As a grown up, I'm very much like, you know, I get pulled over and I'm like, uh, you know, I, I look like this, so I deal with all the questions and then I, you know, I could happily say like, I don't really drink at all anymore. Um, so that is just like, it alleviates, you know, driving around guilt free. It's nice. So how long have you been doing stand up? Technically, I think it's technically I started 11 years ago, but I started in Connecticut. So my opportunities were kind of few and far between. Sure. You know, I had to go um, either to like one of three places in Connecticut or, you know, take the train to New York City an hour and a half Mm -hmm. and go bomb there for eight minutes and then take (laughs) the train back and just like sit in it the whole time. Did you do that? Yeah, for sure. I would go to Queens. I would go to Long Island City, this place called The Creek. Mm-hmm. And uh, a few of my friends would put me on uh, shows that they had, and uh, and I would do okay, right. or I would bomb completely. Right. And that must have been the longest train ride home. Yeah, it's like, what am I doing? Yeah, or just sitting in traffic back oh. to Connecticut at like one o'clock in the morning. Oh, but so uh, then when did you come out here? About six or seven years ago. Okay, yeah. and then since then, been doing it like you're supposed to do it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, you mentioned like a. Yeah, a medical issue that happened? Yeah, there were a couple times um, when I was still in Connecticut right before I moved out. Uh, I got really sick and I had uh, basically I had all these complications from uh, appendicitis. And uh, 
I ended up getting like a couple blood clots and like one was in my lung, which is like oh an end God. organ and that could kill you. Yeah. And then uh, even uh, last year or two years ago, I had some kidney problems, which which sucked. Hence the water constantly. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, once in a while they try to take you, but you fight through. <laughs> <laughs> it's like running from the cops, but it's death. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Wow. But, uh, but everything, every time I've gone through something like that, there's been a positive change to come out of it. Either like you appreciate your time here a little bit more or you work a little harder because you don't know what could happen at any time, you know? Yeah. So, um, always been able to, to make a positive out of shitty situation. You know, it's like you have to experience all these, like either like a terrible breakup or some kind of like near death, whatever to have a certain appreciation for these things that could very easily be taken for granted. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully you have that and you come out of the other side a little bit better. Exactly. It's all worth it. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to have a checkup and I'm, I have my follow up appointment like next Monday. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, little on edge. Yeah. But uh it's one of those things where the doctor was like, if everything if if nothing is alarming, I'm not gonna like come out and see you afterwards. Uh-huh. She didn't come out afterwards. So Good. I'm hoping, you know, yeah, that wasn't just her forgetting. Or right, something, right. You know? Something was alarming, yeah. but also I got a text. Yeah. So you know <laughs> so. Yeah, like <laughs> My dog pooped on the floor. I just it's had to crazy. get home. You know, you ever have that happen? And then yeah. she acts like that's the worst thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just terrible. Oh, by the way, it's bad. Yeah, your cancer is bad. Yeah. Um, but the dog, the dog. Yeah, I got to get out of here. I got to clean this up. Oh, it's, he's pooping again. Leave right now. <laughs> he's FaceTiming me. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, good. hopefully well, it's all good. I wish you all the best. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you have going on now? Uh, where can people find you on social media? And all that um, uh, my name is Mike Falzone, and if you could spell that, you could basically find me on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I still do two YouTube videos a week. I have a podcast with um, my wife called Welcome to Our Podcast, which is fun. And then I have a pretty popular podcast with my friend Steve called Dynamic Banter. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing doing the two podcasts, the YouTube stuff, uh, stand up as many times as humanly possible. Yeah. Um, I have this show that I've been doing out of the laugh factory called the friends and friends crowd work show. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, always doing stuff, always looking for more stuff to do. I've very recently been asked to act in a few things. Oh, nice. So I've done that and those are starting to like come out a little bit. I was at, um, yesterday I was at, uh, premiere party for this short film that I was in oh, cool. and it like was screened yeah, and, yeah. and I never had anything like that before. And I had to leave early because I had a stand up show. So I had one of those moments in my car where I was just like, I'm just a dude from Connecticut. Right. And now I have to leave a screening of a movie that I was in to sure. go to a stand up show. Like this is fucking a pretty happy guy. Definitely. So happy to be alive and happy to be doing all this stuff. And Well, I was happy it. to talk with you. Yeah, hey, me happy too. happy to talk to you. Yeah, so, yeah. Sorry it took so long. All good. Yeah. <laughs> I locked my keys in the gym because I'm very physically fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to be honest, though. Uh, Does that I, sound like an excuse? Yes. <laughs> uh, because, again, I didn't know. Uh, so you said it was the, it was like the gym in your in your apartment building, right? Yeah. Okay, so I because all the text said I locked my keys in the gym, and I was and that was it. Uh, you were you know you were very apologetic and everything yeah, else, but it could have been but, like a public place. Yeah, and I just envisioned like a gold's gym. So yeah. I was like, well, just 
ask the worker to let what do you what <laughs> go back in when it opens idiot <laughs> or just yeah walk in the door because it was in the middle of the day so i'm like they're open just yeah the front desk I'm yeah 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 uh and so because uh, i was and it was funny because i just talked with a friend about like best excuses you've heard that you can't really call them out over yeah you know like because what was i gonna say lock your keys in the gym is top 10 yeah so it's like, <laughs> well, i what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Basically, you have to know my building to picture sure, it. Sure, yeah. And I should have been more clear. Right. But it's basically a closet with a mirror and an elliptical machine. Yeah, yeah. And it's very... <laughs> it's just something that they put in there. It's like a closet where they, they keep old workout equipment. Yeah. So they can charge you an extra 200 bucks a month. Right, yeah. So yeah. that's where I locked my key. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I was not offended in any way anyway, but it was just funny. So I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> Like, I don't. I lock my keys outside. There's no way I can get back out there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad that you recovered the keys. We're able to make it today and uh, and have this lovely conversation. Yeah, man, this was nice. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. That was the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I know that I did. Uh, thanks so much to Mike for coming over. I saw him do uh, stand up the day after we recorded this and he's a definitely a very talented guy so uh check him out on social media and see him live if uh if he's in your area and uh yeah that's all i've got for this week so if you enjoyed the episode five stars on apple podcasts i really truly humbly appreciate it uh That's all I've got for this week. So until next Wednesday, keep laughing.